Hey guys, welcome back to Faith Fuels My Fire, the podcast. I'm your host, Lorena Camille. This episode is a Bible study on chapter 14 of the book of Luke. If you haven't checked out my previous Bible studies, I do have my Bible studies and the study guides included on my Facebook group. It's called Faith Fuels My Fire, just like the name of this podcast. And I'll have the link in the show notes of this episode, but you can also just go on Facebook and type in the search bar, Faith Feels My Fire, and request to be added in the group. Once you're added in the group, you'll see a tab that says Guides. Click on that tab and you'll see all of my previous Bible studies and the study guides included. Before I get into this Bible study, I did want to say a quick prayer, so if you would please just close your eyes and pray with me. Lord, I pray that you lift up every single person listening to this right now. Please give us knowledge and understanding to know exactly what it is that we're reading and the wisdom to implement it in our daily lives. Please open up our eyes, our ears, our hearts, and our minds to you, Lord. And I pray that whatever it is that each person is supposed to receive from this Bible study, that they receive it and they implement it in their daily lives. I love you with every ounce of my being. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, now let's get into this Bible study. So I'm just going to start reading at verse 1. One Sabbath, when Jesus went to eat in the house of a prominent Pharisee, he was being carefully watched. There in front of him was a man suffering from dropsy. Jesus asked the Pharisees and experts in the law, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they remained silent. So taking hold of the man, he healed him and sent him away. Then he asked them, If any one of you has a son or an ox that falls into a well on the Sabbath day, will you not immediately pull him out? And they had nothing to say. When he noticed how the guests picked the places of honor at the table, he told them this parable. When someone invites you to a wedding feast, do not take the place of honor, for a person more distinguished than you may have been invited. If so, the host who invited both of you will come and say to you, Give this man your seat. Then, humiliated, you will have to take the least important place. But when you are invited, take the lowest place so that when your host comes, he will say to you, Friend, move up to a better place. Then you will be honored in the presence of all your fellow guests. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Then Jesus said to his host, When you give a luncheon or dinner, do not invite your friends, your brothers or relatives, or your rich neighbors. If you do, they may invite you back, and so you will be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. Alright, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So in verses 1 through 4, there was a man in front of Jesus that was suffering from dropsy. And he was in a Pharisee's house. So he asked the Pharisees and the experts in the law if it was lawful to heal on the Sabbath. Because we've seen in previous Bible studies where the Pharisees and religious leaders told Jesus not to heal on the Sabbath. And whenever Jesus asked them this, they remained silent. So he healed the man and sent him away. In verses 5 through 6, Jesus was showing that whenever you see someone in need on the Sabbath, you're still supposed to help them regardless of what day it is. In verses 7 through 11, Jesus was showing them to humble themselves and not automatically think that they deserve honor or the place of honor in a wedding because they will be humiliated whenever the person that invited them tells them that someone else is going to take their seat. We have to take the place of the least. We have to be the least and not try to be the greatest. 
like we've seen in our Bible study from chapter 9 of the book of Luke whenever the disciples were arguing about who would be the greatest. And then whenever the person that invited them to the wedding tells them to move to a better place, they will be honored. And so he's showing this as a representation of whenever we humble ourselves under God's mighty hand, we will be exalted whenever the time comes. But those that think highly of themselves and think that they can save themselves and want the praise and honor of men will be humbled whenever the time comes. And verses 12 through 14. We shouldn't just serve people or invite people to things that are brothers or relatives or friends, but the poor and the crippled and the lame and the blind and people that really need to be served and need to be helped and need that food that we're giving or whatever the case may be. And even though those type of people wouldn't be able to repay us, we'll be blessed. And whenever Jesus comes back for his people, that's when we'll be repaid. We can't only associate with people that we like or our friends and family. We have to love and serve others and help people in need and associate with everyone. Just like Jesus ate with sinners and tax collectors in our Bible study from chapter 5 of the book of Luke. So I'm going to continue reading at verse 15. When one of those at the table with him heard this, he said to Jesus, Blessed is the man who will eat at the feast in the kingdom of God. Jesus replied, A certain man was preparing a great banquet and invited many guests. At the time of the banquet, he sent his servant to tell those who had been invited, Come, for everything is now ready. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said, I have just bought a field and I must go and see it. Please excuse me. Another said, I have just bought five yoke of oxen and I am on my way to try them out. Please excuse me. Still another said, I just got married, so I can't come. The servant came back and reported this to his master. Then the owner of the house became angry and ordered his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and alleys of the town and bring in the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. Sir, the servant said, what you ordered has been done, but there is still room. Then the master told his servant, Go out to the roads and the country lanes and make them come in, so that my house will be full. I tell you, not one of those men who were invited will get a taste of my banquet. All right, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. In verses 16 through 20, Jesus tells this parable about a man preparing a great banquet and invited many guests. And usually people would be very excited to attend this thing. Whenever the time came for the banquet and everything was ready, this man sent his servant to tell those. And all the people began to make all of these excuses up of why they couldn't come. This parable shows that whenever Jesus' work is completed, then God has made all things ready for us to come and receive him. But we have to come and know that God is ready for us. We can't make excuses or try to do things on our own or just come whenever we want. The most important thing should be Jesus Christ and being saved by him and having a relationship with him and seeking the kingdom of God. And verses 21 through 24, these people should be delighted that they were invited to this banquet and we should be delighted that we're invited to receive Jesus Christ. Whenever people make up excuses and don't accept Jesus, there's plenty of other people that'll come in their place. But Jesus wants all of us to joyfully come to him and follow him and repent and ask for forgiveness and have a relationship with him. So I'm going to continue reading at verse 25. 
Large crowds were traveling with Jesus, and turning to them, he said, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, his wife and children, his brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. And anyone who does not carry his cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. Suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Will he not first sit down and estimate the cost to see if he has enough money to complete it? For if he lays the foundation and is not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule him, saying, This fellow began to build and was not able to finish. Or suppose a king is about to go to war against another king. Will he not first sit down and consider whether he is able, with 10,000 men, to oppose the one coming against him with 20,000? If he is not able, he will send a delegation while the other is still a long way off and ask for terms of peace. In the same way, any of you who does not give up everything he has cannot be my disciple. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is fit neither for the soil nor for the manure pile. It is thrown out. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Alright, so those are all the verses of chapter 14 of the book of Luke, but I'm going to discuss these verses with you guys here. In verse 26, we have to love Jesus more than anything and not be conformed to this world, and we can't love the world or be too attached to the people in this world. This world is our temporary home, and our true home is in heaven with Jesus Christ and God the Father. And so we can't hold on too dearly to the things or the people of this world because this world is not our true home. And verse 27, we have to carry the burdens of our sins and follow Jesus, and we are dead in our sins and alive in Jesus. And verses 29 through 33, we have to leave everything and follow Jesus. And we've seen this in our previous Bible studies in the book of Luke, where disciples left everything and followed Jesus. And Jesus has also said in previous Bible studies that we went over that we have to leave everything and follow him. God will provide everything that we need, but we just have to follow Jesus, stay faithful, and trust in him completely. And what Jesus says in verse 34, we've went over being the salt and the light of the world. In episode 121, if you haven't checked it out already, you can go and check that out. But we have to continue to be salty and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ and follow him, obey his commands, and have a relationship with Christ. In verse 35, we have to listen and implement the words of Jesus Christ. We can't only hear what he's saying, but we have to implement his words in our daily life. So I'm going to end this Bible study with three takeaways that I want you guys to write down. Number one is, we have to humble ourselves. Number two is, we can't love this world. And number three is, we have to drop everything and follow Jesus. Alright, so that concludes this Bible study on chapter 14 of the book of Luke. Tomorrow we're going to go into chapter 15, so make sure you stay tuned for that. And yeah, I love you guys so much. i see you guys tomorrow. Bye guys!